Hey, everybody, this is Adkins, and today for the AMP, I am not joined by Adam. I am joined by somebody who's way better looking than Adam ever hopes to be, Ashley Ashes. Hey, thank you for having me on here. Thank you for joining me on the pod. Um, Adam was a little tied up, so we I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do this thing with Adam. Um, I've done it before. I don't think he's ever done an AMP podcast episode without me. Hmm. I don't think he has. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, we're not going to read into that. <laughs> Adam does a lot of work on the podcast. <laughs> it's okay for me to cover an episode with Mark or, or with you every now and then. Uh, he, he takes care of plenty, trust me. But uh, we have Ashley on to talk a little bit about the My Hero Academia. Is it CCG or TCG? I always get the two terms mixed up. So it's CCG, so collectible card game. Okay. Um, I'm very lightly familiar with the system. Um, I basically bumped into it because of the My Hero branding that it got a few years ago at this point, maybe. Yeah, about uh, two years now. Yeah. And so Jasco was promoting it on Twitter and I bumped, I, I kind of slid into the DMs of, of their channel and was just like, Hey, uh, we're, we've got this tiny little pod, but it's my hero and we'll talk about it. And they sent us some promo decks and, uh, I played it locally with some folks and we gave a couple of those promo decks out as prizes. Um, but that's about the extent of it. Uh, it never really was easily accessible, readily accessible where I live. Um, uh, but you are very closely connected to that whole scene. And I thought that it might be interesting, a point of interest for some of the folks that listen to us so that they might become aware of it and keep an eye out for it as well. Yeah, it's a pretty cool like company to, I, that I've been working with the last, it's about a year and a half now that I've been with them. And so you, you kind of found us. You, I don't remember, I don't know how you ended up finding us because we are a tiny fish in a gigantic podcast pond, even in yes. the like my hero podcast pond. We, <laughs> I, I feel like we're still a little on the small side, um, which is not anything derogatory about the folks that do listen to us because we love every single last one of you. But it was just like, we had announced a, a little while back that we were doing a giveaway. And then I got a DM on discord from Ashley and she was like, Hey, I do this cool stuff with these cards and I would like to give you a couple of these coasters. And so how, how did, how did you come to find our tiny, weird, nest-filled corner of the internet? So I've been listening to you maybe a year before the giveaway. Just casual listener. listener. Um, I actually binge-watched the first maybe like 30 episodes. Um, so okay. when, I'm at, when I'm at work, I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm, you know, on the floors. And um, I just stumbled upon your podcast when I was looking up anime podcasts. And I was looking at specifically My Hero Academia, um, just because that was the show that I was in at the time. And I just wanted to hear someone else talk about the show while I was watching it. And that's how I stumbled upon you guys. Awesome. Uh, we were glad to be found uh, by anybody that is listening uh, to this podcast because we don't go out of our way to be discoverable. Um, so it's, it's always interesting when people drop into the discord, uh, which is the back patio networks and they're like, Hey, we're here for the AMP. I'm like, well, how <laughs> it's still mind blowing that people are finding us. Like, how did you find me? Yeah. So you had mentioned that you were uh, a year or so ago getting into MHA. So what, what's your origin story with my hero? So if you listen to the pod, then you know that Adam and I's contact with it began because we wanted to do a podcast with an anime that we hadn't seen but that had some traction as far as like the zeitgeist and 
the pop culture was concerned, um, My Hero was one of a couple of options. And so that's that's how we came into contact with it. So how did you stumble into My Hero? So I had taken a break from anime um, while I was in college and I was just focused on school. The only anime I had kept up with at the time was Naruto and Naruto finished and I decided not to watch anime anymore for a while. Um, Gasp. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I was just so focused on school and I just stopped watching anime and um, a lot of my friends were telling me to watch My Hero Academia because I was really into Marvel. So my friends were like, oh, you need to watch mm-hmm. My Hero Academia, superheroes. I'm like, okay, cool. So um, in 2019, uh, during the pandemic, I started watching My Hero Academia. I started getting back into anime again. Um, started watching all the new gen animes because I'm super old school. Like anything that was an adult swim back in when I was younger, that's what I grew yeah. up with. So yep. um, I jumped into My Hero Academia. I I think in 2019, they they just had finished season four of the anime. Yeah, I think it was an overhaul arc when um, I started watching it. And okay. um, th- this was right before October because I was going to my first anime convention in Atlanta. And I ended up cosplaying as Ochako, funny enough, um, because I was so into My Hero Academia. But yeah, that fast, I, huh? Yeah, it was that fast. I was like, you know what? I resonate with Ochako a lot. She's one of my favorite female characters. I'm going to cosplay at her at wearing her UA uniform. So that's what I did. And I went to the so, convention. And was this I, MomoCon? I uh, know this was Anime Week in Atlanta in 2019. Okay, so no, I've been, I haven't been to MomoCon, but I know that it happens in Atlanta. I've been to DragonCon a bunch, and there's obviously a, a fairly large anime presence there, but I haven't been to the Anime Weekend one, so I may have so, to check that one out one time. Uh, this year was the first time that I went to MomoCon. I've always gone to Anime oh, Weekend Atlanta every single year. I'm actually going again this year, um, but this was my first year going to MomoCon, and I loved it. Sweet. Yeah, a couple of my friends go to MomoCon every single year without fail. I just haven't managed to tag along with them. Yeah, I've never been so, to DragonCon, though. That's that's higher up there. I heard it's really ooh, crowded, and my anxiety... It is nuts. I don't know if yes. my anxiety can hold that. <laughs> yeah, I listen to somebody who gets nervous in a crowd of 50 people to multiply that by about 1,000. Um, yeah, I stay on the outside edges of crowds and drink <laughs> oh yeah uh, that's how i manage dragon con <laughs> and i don't yeah. go every year because i just can't i can't take it maybe one year in the future i'll go to that but for now i think i'm just going to stick to the small cons in georgia yeah dude totally fair i get it um so you had mentioned that you kind of grew up on the adult swim accessible anime does that mean that you're familiar with dragon ball z by chance i i am but you know i will tell you right now i have not you, kept be, up with be it. Be careful. Okay. I know. I have not <laughs> kept up with it. I watched it when I was younger, but anything past like Adult Swim, I probably haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I that's know, that's fair. Yeah, so definitely have not kept up with it since maybe oh my gosh, I want to say like 2007. <laughs> so it's been a yeah, good that's, You're missing good, out on some stuff, but Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're not about to say that yeah, I hated it, and we can, oh, no. we can continue. We can continue conducting the interview then. I watched that in Sailor Moon because they used to come back to back. Yep. Uh, yep. So I I watched Sailor Moon, and then I watched Dragon Ball. 
I wonder, I would be curious to know, um, and maybe there's a corner of the internet that might be able to tell me or give me an idea, but how many Americans came into contact with anime through Adult Swim? Like, that was their inroad. That was my inroad. That um, was mine as well. Um, Sailor Moon, Pokemon, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh! Those were the first, like, I mean, people didn't consider those anime. They called, they considered it cartoons. So I didn't, like, I didn't know I was watching anime at the time, but I will say, like, my first experience with anime was probably when I was younger. This is, oh gosh, I want to say I was probably, like, seven or eight. Um, I stayed up really late, and I had my TV on on mute, so my parents wouldn't know I was watching TV. And mm-hmm. I would sit there, and I was watching Neon Genesis of Anglion. <laughs> <laughs> Afraid that, was... that your parents would find out? Oh, yeah. That was probably, like, my first anime that I really watched on mute. <laughs> I didn't know what was going yeah. on, but that was what it I was watched. It was just pretty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so getting back into My Hero, um, you know, because I have ordered coasters to this effect, um, who mm-hmm. some of my favorite characters are, I have ordered a Stain coaster and a Beizawa coaster from you, and yes. I'm due to order a Rapa coaster and maybe a cool Jiro in the future. Uh, but I so, have you know, those cards saved for you. I'd, I I know. I really just need to go ahead and put the order in for real. I don't know what I'm waiting on. Um, I might, I might've actually been waiting on you. I think that you were a little busy at one point. Um, yeah, but, I'm also waiting for those new, um, that new set to come out so I can get you that Jiro card that you want. Yeah. So, most if if anybody's listened to the pod for any length of time, they'll have a pretty good idea of who my favorite characters are, heroes and villain side. Um, what about you? You had mentioned Ochako. Is she is she uh, is she best girl in your opinion? She is best girl in my opinion. Um, also Toga, which for the villains, I guess. But those two are definitely my favorites. Um, but I will say my favorite favorite person in the whole entire show it has to be Bakugo. I know. I mean, there's no shame in that. Bakugo, I think, uh, is a lot of people's favorites. And what's interesting about Bakugo is um, a a lot of people like him for a wider array of reasons than they might like somebody like Midoriya. You know, like a lot of people like Midoriya for a small set of reasons. Um, But there's a I've just in my experience on Twitter and through conversations, people are drawn to Bakugo for a whole bunch of different reasons. and so is there any particular reason that you would put a finger on or do you just like his development or his attitude or are, so, are you into the bad boys or what's going on? So his whole character dynamic, it's just, I don't know. Like when I first watched the show, I wasn't drawn to him, but as progress, like as it progressed, just to see his growth as a character, you know, going for someone who was always praised for having such a strong quirk and him going into, um, you know, into like seeing to- um, Todoroki and seeing his power and him feeling like lesser as a person was like, oh, there are other people who are stronger than me. You know, seeing other people who have more amazing quirks than him, they know how to use it. Seeing that kind of humble him a bit and just like he went through his little little growth and development, that's what made me like him. Also, Bakugo is kind of like what I wish I can be. I'm very shy. <laughs> Like, I'm very Uh, shy. I don't say a lot of things that come to my mind. Like, I'm not, like, dude, Bakugo says whatever is on his mind. And that's what I love about him. Like, there are things that I wish I could say, but I say it internally. And I'm just like, oh, I wish I could say that. But, you know, 
I don't want to suffer from the consequences. But Bakugo, he's just foul mouth, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, I it's interesting it. that we we sometimes are drawn to those characters through whom we live vicariously, not the ones right. necessarily that reflect who we are, but um, have characteristics that we wish we had, or or do things that we wish we could, and. I think that that's totally valid approach to literary characters in general. Um, right. And it's kind of part of the draw of a lot of uh, fiction is, is being able to, to, to step into those other shoes um, and, and go for a walk. And, and, and uh, that's, that's really neat. I like, I like that. And again, that's another, I don't know that I've ever heard anybody say that they like Bakugo because of that exact reason. They might've, you know kind of phrased around it one side or the other right but, uh, everyone has super cool yeah but he's definitely one of my favorite characters and then you know just seeing his like growth and how he is towards deku at the beginning of season one versus season six that just mm -hmm. his whole growth was amazing and i loved his character development and i think horikoshi did a great job just developing him throughout the last six seasons so gender swapped bakugo cosplay win that's the question. You know what? I actually cosplayed as Bakugo before, but not, you know. Just oh, did you? Yeah. But it was a casual cosplay. Um, I just wore, I have his hoodie. So I have his hoodie. Uh, yeah. and I, also, I also have his pants. So I actually just wore a hoodie and pants because October is kind of chilly in, you know, yeah. in Georgia. So I went as casual Bakugo to Anime Weekend a lot um, last year. And my friend, um, he was Aizawa. So... That was that was pretty cool. And then um I also cosplayed as Togo, which is probably my favorite person to cosplay as. And my friend cosplayed as Dobby, so <laughs> So you've so besides the CCG and the anime, um and probably the manga, are you are you like manga current? Obviously oh, no spoilers. I, I but... am. Yeah, I okay. keep up weekly with the manga. Yeah, so between CCG and anime and the manga and in the cosplay corner, are there any other corners of My Hero content that you have enjoyed or have stepped into? Um, I collect a lot of figurines, My Hero Academia figurines. Um, uh, believe it or I've not, seen I, the, I've seen that picture in the Discord. Yeah, I collect a lot of My Hero Academia figurines. Um, Funko Pops. I My Hero Academia is probably one of the most collected Funko Pops I have. I think I'm missing about 20 of them from what's currently out. So I'm pretty, like, pretty um, caught up on collecting Funko Pops. I pre-order all the new ones that come out. So <laughs> Nice. And you had mentioned that you kind of stepped, started dipping your toes into Vigilantes before we started recording. Yes, yes. I started reading Vigilantes because I never read it. Um, I have read like the <sighs> Smash books, the hero, um, the school briefs. So I read oh, all no. that. I actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I collect the manga too. So I have, I'm current on everything like My Hero Academia manga wise collected to the newest volume. So I collect a lot of stuff. I would say My Hero Academia is probably one of my most collected animes that I have. So I'm excited for you to experience Vigilantes, but I'm saddened that you didn't listen to the AMP early enough for us to hear us turn people away from the school brief volumes. <laughs> you know what? I did, I did hear you, but I had already started collecting them. So yeah. I had to finish my collection. So I have the books. Oh. I just haven't touched them after the first, like after the first book. But that hey, that was my exact situation until I shipped them off to Buster Knuckle as a <laughs> gag prize, basically. 
Uh, so I feel you there. Uh, and, uh, you know, as a display piece, as part of a, uh, you know, a completed set of the manga and also the smash and then also the school briefs that as a visual, I think that that's totally fine. Oh, yeah. Um, other than that, I collect um, plushies. I have my Hero Academia plushies in my car. Um, I also have stickers on my car. Um, I play the My Hero Academia games, so I play the mobile games, and I just started playing Ooh. Ultra Rumble. Ultra Rumble, yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited about that. I've only played one day. <laughs> I've been logging in every <laughs> single day to collect my bonuses, but I've only gotten to play maybe like one day with a friend. Gotcha. Are you maining Ochako just because? Just or are you trying everybody out or what? The, the one so, time that you played. It's so weird because I... There are some little like kinks to the game right now. Ochako's grappling hook does not work as thought as I thought it would. Mm -hmm. Um, right now I am actually mainly Cementos, which is Ooh. weird because right now they only give you a handful of characters free. So you get uh, Deku and Ochako, Mount Lady, not Mount, yeah, Mount Lady and Cementos for the heroes free, and then for the villains you get Shigaraki and Dobby for free. So you have to unlock the rest of the characters by um, getting EXP bars and all these things. But at the moment, I am currently maining Cementos because I feel like I'm really like it's easy for me to play as him. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the Ultra Rumble has been quite the talk in the Discord the last oh, few yeah. days leading up to its launch. Oh, yeah, I played the um, I actually got open to the I got invited to the closed beta last year. So I was playing it since last year. Oh, you're so fancy. <laughs> Ness Ness is now jealous. I can't remember if he got in on the beta or not, but I feel like that would make Ness jealous if he didn't have the beta. Oh yeah, I played the last um last August and the costumes that they they actually have the costumes from I think it's opening two where they're in their fantasy outfits. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. So they have I I thought they would like open up the game with that where they would have those as the first gacha, but they didn't. So I'm hoping that they will eventually get that because I oh, really yeah. want I really want Fantasy Ochaka and Bakugo. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's already coded. They would be silly not to use it somewhere. Exactly. But Aizawa is going to be a playable character soon, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, I just uh, I can't I can't get into those uh, the battle royale games. I mentioned that in the Discord the other day. I would as much as I would probably enjoy running around and, uh, as Aizawa or really anybody. I mean, I think I could have fun with any of the characters. Um, I've just never been a, a BR-styled video gamer, really. So You know, I, I will tell you I suck at these Battle Royale games, but it's so much fun to play, especially when I'm playing with my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a huge draw to just the the the, the social end of, of that kind of video game, for sure, especially when you're squatted up in Battle Royales. Right. It also makes really good streaming content. So, yeah. Oh, have you been streaming it or do you plan on it? I haven't streamed it. I'm planning on streaming it this week. OK, cool. Well, um, at the end or in the show notes, we'll have links to all of your stuff. So if yeah. you're listening and you're interested and you want to see uh, see somebody playing uh, that particular video game. Yeah, come join. I'll let you play with me as well. Oh, yeah. There you go. That'll be cool. You got a you got a, a, a baked in. Uh, squad mate and Ashley, if you uh, manage to hop on while she's playing. Are there any other anime that you're a big fan of outside of My Hero? Um, and yeah. uh, I guess the Adult Swim stuff? Um, definitely uh, Naruto. I grew up with Naruto for the last, what, 25 years? Yeah, so, so you saw all of Shippuden and oh, all that? Oh, yeah. I actually, start, I actually started re-watching um, Shippuden again 
and I Oof. just finished it. It's so, an endeavor, man. 500 it, episodes. I've actually been skipping the fillers, so I have my little <gasps> filler guide. Oh. It's because I've rewatched. I've watched it already. I don't want to rewatch it again. It's just yeah, that's that's fair. I've already watched it, but I, it's been so long since I've watched uh, Shippuden that I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and rewatch it again. Uh, so, are you keeping up with Baruto too? Uh, I keep up with the manga. I don't watch okay. the show. I I can't watch the show. I I don't know why, but there's so many filler episodes that I can't. I I don't want to do it. <laughs> I gotcha. I have not dipped the first pinky toe into Boruto, despite having liked Naruto and Ship It In. I will um, say the manga is so much more better than the show. I watched the show maybe the first three months that it came out, and I got really annoyed because. It was a lot of fillers and not enough, you know, canon material. And uh, I just keep up the manga now. Yeah, I mean, there's just especially with I mean, this is true for my hero, for Dragon Ball, for Naruto, I'd argue some of that stuff translates so well to animation that the visual upgrade from dynamic paneling to uh, fluid motion and their interpretation of that motion. Right. Man, there's such a draw to that. I will watch the big fights that happened in uh boruto like when it's animated but other than that i don't really watch the show fair well we brought you on um to talk about the universes system specifically the uh my hero academia card game corner of it um because at least previously and we're going to talk about possible ways that it has evolved since then but universes used to be this very IP driven card system where you could make a scorpion from Mortal Kombat uh, fight uh, Bakugo from my hero and the decks were fully compatible. And that's a really neat um, idea that had a lot of IPs. I think Mortal Kombat was in there. Um, My hero, obviously those two street fighter, I think was in there. Street fighter was there. Soul Calibur, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, um, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a really cool idea um, that completely eluded me. And I'm a big tabletop gamer and deck builder. I I like that style of game. But uh, it came onto my radar when my hero hit the scene. And yeah. So my question for you uh, to start us off talking about the the my hero card game itself is um, I know that you uh, make art with them, the coasters, and uh, and more than that. I, I think uh, along with my coasters, you sent me uh, a keychain that you had made as well. Yes. And so beyond what you do with them artistically, do you actually play the card game? So I'm learning how to play the card game currently. I'm not. I know the basics of the game. Um, I'm not more. I'm. I'm not competitive right now. I hope mm-hmm. maybe in the future I can participate in some local tournaments. I have a few card shops around me that. Parts that they do My Hero Academia nights. Um, I actually went to one um, a few months ago. Um, just so it, I, they do it on Wednesdays, so I went there after work one day and I sat there and I watched some people play game, and it was a good showing of people. So the game has definitely like picked up when it comes to people. Um, I have lots of like local My Hero Academia events with between the three anime stores that are near me and card shops. I'm so jealous. I mean, the only place that even sells them where I live is Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the only place that I can find it. And it's usually just a couple of hanger packs. Um, they did have um, some of the pre-con or, or maybe dual boxes. I don't remember what the term is for those. Oh, they're clash boxes. 
that's it. That's it. So, uh, but it's very small. I mean, this, the same is true of the Dragon Ball card game where I live. Um, Barnes & Noble is the only place that carries it. And we've got some good gaming stores here, but they're right. very selective about what they carry. I feel like that's just how it is in general with anime trading cards. It's very hard, like, very hard to find at a, you know, besides Barnes & Noble or, you know, local card shop. Yeah, I mean, that both of... Both of the two shops that I frequent when I ask about Dragon Ball and My Hero, they were like, eh, you know, we tried it for a little while, but they weren't really selling. And so we just dropped it and nobody really cared. Um, and I'm like, but but me, like, I, I care. Yeah. Um, but again, it's just like, it's just me. <laughs> so uh, I, I understand that I'm not market enough. It's hard for me to find the cards myself where I live. Um, if I get lucky, I will find them at Target. Um, yes. If I'm lucky, I'll find them at Target. If I'm lucky, I'll find them at, you know, Barnes & Noble. Um, recently, I had major luck in finding them at Hobby Lobby. Really? Yes. Um, where I live, they had a whole... In they were actually um, sealed up in, like, one of those clear uh, containers with a lock and key. But um, I found them there for $5. So I bought and ended up buying, like, maybe 10 packs. And they were set one. They only had set one. Cool. I'd never thought to look in a Hobby Lobby for I was excited. Cards. I was so excited to see set one because I haven't opened up set one in two years. Yeah, man, I um, we don't have a Target, but there is one about a 45 minute drive from where I am. And occasionally, like three or four times a year, I will drive down there and peruse their uh, they're like anime and like it's like they're collectors aisle you know it's got ninja turtle stuff which i'm also big into dbz and all the anime um and even horror icons um and they've carried uh my hero ccg stuff there as well and so if i make a trip oftentimes i'll ping the discord and ask if anybody's looking for something and even if nobody responds i'll buy some boosters open them up because just because i like opening yeah cards. um and then i you know will ping somebody in discord you know first person that claims them i'll ship them to you no you know, no fees. I just need your address. And I'm it's just, cool. I'm just very lucky since I'm partnered with universes that they send me whenever they get new sets, they always send it to me before it gets released because yeah, they always want me to, you know, do pre-releasing like re-release kits and just content for it. So I'm always opening up cards whenever they send it and they'll send me a lot of cards too. They'll send me like two booster boxes of cards sometimes. Oh and man. That's so like jealous. It's 50 packs of cards and they'll send me like these clash boxes. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like $300 worth of cards. <laughs> yeah, just man, just the act of opening them is the thing that I'm jealous of. Uh, like not even from the collector standpoint, but I, there's just something extremely satisfying uh, oh, about yeah. opening packs. of. I do it with sports cards. That's mm -hmm. my main um, direction of collection. Um, but yeah, sometimes I'll just buy my hero cards just to open up and give away just because I enjoy the surprise of like, oh, cool. You know, this is a cool card. I would, you know, if I opened up a my hero pack with the mindset that ah, whatever I pull, I'll give it away. And I pulled one of those like uh, what's the new form of card the, like green. The chrome, the chrome. Yeah, yeah, I would probably keep that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah. I'd give the rest, give, give away the rest of them. I might send it in for grading and maybe uh, use it as a future. It's so uh, funny giveaway on the podcast. And um, so um now whenever i i so when i make tiktok videos i usually make a ton of videos and i save them in my drafts and i post them daily i do my hero academia card openings at least once you know once a day on there i end up recording all those in one session because i cannot wait every yeah. single day 
I was just like, nope, I got to open them all and I'll just save them in my drafts. So I usually open up like 50 packs of cards in one go and I have 50 different videos for it. Yeah, that's awesome. I totally understand that. Um, so as you're learning to play it and as you're growing familiar, especially with mm -hmm. the mechanics, just by looking at the cards and seeing what they do, I mean, just reading the text and becoming familiar with the iconography, is there something that you like about this system as opposed to any other kind of card game systems that you might be familiar with? Like what what stands out to you mechanically um, about the My Hero CCG as it stands today? So I grew up playing Yu-Gi-Oh! That was my main card game that I grew up playing. Um, I stopped playing after 5Ds came out because everything just got too complicated. I like, yeah. sta like standard Yu-Gi-Oh! I, I, that's what I grew up with. But with this um, system, you pick a character from the show, but and you basically build a deck surrounding them with foundations and attack. So you pick your favorite character. Some characters are better, like for Ochako, for instance. Ochako has about three different character cards. and each um character card has something different about it so it's really interesting that you can pick let's say ochako 2 and you build a foundation with mm -hmm. her and then you if you want to play as ochako 1 you can have completely different foundation attacks with that um it's just really interesting how you can have one character and build so many different decks surrounding that character yeah so i noticed um i follow the jasco account um mm -hmm. with the amp and I notice when they are hosting a tournament, they'll often uh, post Which, a bracket. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it'll be like, you know, like you're saying, Jiro, one, two, three, Rapa even um, shows up, Aizawa, the numbers. And I, I was not aware that the that Roman numeral was indicating that there are different versions of that character. Yes. I assume that the different numbers have different powers, maybe even different healths and uh, like hand limits and yes. stuff like that on there. Yeah, so, cool. um, yeah, it's really interesting. I think uh, they just released, so with the last set was on Daunted Raid. Uh, Deku 4 just came out with that, and Deku 4 was, like, running the tournaments. Um, that and Rapa. Rapa's really popular in the tournaments. Um, a lot of people run Rapa. But Deku 4 was one of the major powerhouses in the last um, couple of tournaments. And I think this tournament, I, I didn't even look at the bracket, but it seems like a lot of people are playing Overhaul now. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of people on, like really hated him <laughs> and yeah. like his arc. But his, if his card's good and he plays, why not, I guess? Yeah. So, I mean, it's crazy. I, I just, they put out a ban list at least, I think they put out a ban list every two weeks. There's a <laughs> lot, of, I will say, Sue's, Sue's cards are always banned. She's too powerful in these, um, in these tournaments. Not her character cards, I assume. No, not her character car cards. It's just like her foundations and her attacks or people are just like playing them like crazy. Dude, that makes all of the sense. Like canonically, she is the most supportive hero. It and is. So, yes. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know that they did that intentionally, but incidentally, I like that that's how it's fallen out. It's like Sue is too powerful to have on your team or in your hand. Right. Um, so do you have a favorite character to play with in the game uh, so far? You you had mentioned Ochako. Are you working from um, some of the pre-constructed decks? Or are you filling around with building around a character? So right now I'm doing a lot of, um, I'm using the pre-constructed decks just to learn how to play. Um, I have a friend who's teaching me. But um, hopefully when I get better, I can build my own character. And I guess I want to see um, what this new set brings out because I'm still fingers crossed for a Mirko card. I haven't seen a Mirko character card, but I did see some support and attack cards get released of her. So mm. hopefully 
we get Mirko because I totally want to use her as one of my characters, like build a deck off of her character. Yeah, that would be awesome. That's gonna that's kind of leading into a question that I'm saving for towards the end of this. So we're, we're going to sit on the Mirko future character card stuff for sure. a second. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you how you came into this relationship with Jasko. And you had mentioned even before we started recording that it's not even really Jasko anymore, that there's been an evolution even on the, the company front. Yeah, yeah. So um, recently, uh, Jasko Gaming, that's what they went by. They just rebranded. They're called UVS Games now or Universes Games. Um, they basically went from... Um, so before, like in 2006, when they first came out, they were their cards were the Universal Fighting System cards, which just basically goes through like the old cards from like 2010, like I think like 2018, where they had Street Fighter, Mega Man. Uh, gosh, there's so many, so many other ones. Um, but like the older IPs were basically part of the Universal um, Fighting Systems, and then. Then they had Universus, which, is, which everyone pretty much knows with My Hero Academia, but um, they combined those two into Universal, like UBS games now. Okay. So um, Universal uh, Fighting System, I think they had the orange cards, and then Universus had the blue cards. And then with this new one with UBS, they combined those two colors. So now you have a blue and orange uh back card like the the backs of the cards are now blue and orange so that's how you tell okay. which is which now so does does that determine the compatibility these days so the the ones that are orange and blue are they not no longer compatible with the ones that are just orange or just blue so um uvs games now has uh two different sets that they run they have a retro set and they also have a standard set uh, the standard set mostly is My Hero Academia. We also have like, uh, there's like a few Street Fighters and Soul Calibers. Um, and then the the retro set pretty much is like Street Fighter. I think it's usually, I think it's 2017 and B, like backwards, is considered retro sets now. And then as they release new sets, they're going to be taking some of those uh, sets that were in standard and moving those to retro. So uh, My Hero Academia is mostly going to be standard sets now. Um, anything after, like before that is probably going to be eventually retro. Okay. So we met, like, what are the odds that we can do the example that I always use when I'm talking about this system, Scorpion versus Midoriya in the future? It's it's not going to happen, unfortunately. Uh, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a little, it's a little bit of a bummer. I mean, if it means that there's more breathing room and creative space for the My Hero side of things and development, then I think that that's, I think that's a worthy direction. Yeah, they're, they just started this rebrand maybe about a month ago, so they're, I mean, I'm getting information uh, via emails just, you know, monthly about all the different things that they're going to be adding. So I know Trigon is going to be coming back into, well, I don't think they ever had um, Trigon IP, but Trigon Stampede is going to be in the new IP coming up. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, uh, they're bringing back Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, there's a bunch of them that they're going to be coming out with soon. Sweet. Yeah. And so how did you even come into this relationship with what used to be Jasco and is now UBS. It's so funny because um, on TikTok, I was posting up me opening up cards. And one of the videos, the first My Hero Academia video that I posted up with me opening up some cards that I got from GameStop, um, got over 100,000 views on it. 
Wow. Yeah, it was my first video that actually went viral, and people were asking <laughs> me, they were like, where did you get these cards from? My Hero Academia has a card game. I was like, yeah, I didn't even know about this. So, um, I every day I would go on my personal Twitter, and I would send them my TikTok videos of me, <laughs> and be like, hey, look at my video. It has yeah. over 100,000 views. <laughs> Shameless and, self-promotion is oh, totally, yeah. totally oh, acceptable. <laughs> oh, yeah, because... At that time, I was just starting my business out and I was trying to get like sponsors and trying to get followers and I was just trying to build my like reputation on TikTok. And they eventually noticed and um, I was live streaming one day and I I was spending my I was spending so much money on these cards at, at the beginning. Um, I bought like four booster boxes of uh, Crimson Rampage. And that was the first set that had Toga in it. And Leah Clark, who's Toga's English voice actor, came into my TikTok live stream. What? Yeah. And you know, was, I didn't know it was Leah, Leah Clark. Like, I looked at her name. I was just like, what are the odds that this is actually the real Leah Clark? <laughs> and she asked That's me, awesome. she was like, hey, do you have like a Himiko Toga coaster? She was, um, she was in my uh, chat, like just chatting me up. And I was like, oh, this is. This is crazy. That's awesome. Did you send her a coaster? Uh, no, I didn't get she didn't ask me for a coaster. She just wanted oh. to see how it looked like. So I showed her my toga coaster and she said that she loved it. I was like, oh that that and then she laughed. I was like, oh, that's that's weird. And then um <laughs> I was like, okay. And then this other guy came into my stream. Um I'm gonna butcher his name because I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's Laneko. Um he came into my stream when I was streaming it, and he stayed the entire stream, and he was asking me about the card game. He was like, hey, um, he was like, do you play? Do you collect? And he was just asking me all these random questions, and I, you know, I was just talking to him. And a few weeks later, he messaged me on, um, he messaged me on uh, TikTok, and he told me he worked for uh, Universus. I was like, oh no, are you kidding me? I was talking to someone who was play, like, works for Universus. So um, he actually got me like me and him were started talking and then I ended up and I ended up on their PR list. And awesome. now, yeah, and now I have a great relationship with them. I think I got on their PR list uh, when set three came out. So set three, set four and set five, I was I worked with them and now I'm revealing cards for characters. It's crazy. And that's f the, the newest reveal that you did was of uh, Sue and which which yes. set? What set number was that? I know the title was Jetburn. So this is set six and it's Jetburn and it comes okay. out on November 17th. Fun. And uh, what changes have you noticed in that in this new set? Just uh, in evolution of the cards over the even just the sets that you've had this relationship with uh, with UVS. So this is the first set that's going to um, have their new logo on it with the new card backing. Um, if you look at the old cards and the little reveals that they've been showing you can tell like the card art itself it's more like a full card art versus mm -hmm. like the smaller box art that you you would get with the um like the enhanced and just like basically what's it about the cards about but um it's more of a full set and i really like a lot of people hate the design but i personally like it it's more modern and you know that's where you're trying to go for you're trying to differentiate the standard versus the retro yeah so you know that, that's that's how i that's how i see it but i like the new one um it's gonna get a lot of use to um i 
will say that, you know, some of the writing is really hard to see on it, just the way that, you know, some of the characters, the colors on the card. But um, that's pretty much the thing that I've seen the most. And then um, now, which each booster box that you buy, you're automatically guaranteed to get a secret rare. Uh, so each, you're getting about five to six secret rares in total. And you're guaranteed to get one in each booster box. So that's something new that they're doing. And now with each booster box, I mean, sorry, each booster pack, you're getting a character card. So you're getting a character card oh. plus, yeah, plus 10 foundation and attack cards. So you don't have to sit there hunting down of like, oh, I want to play as Dobby. You know, you're trying to open up all these packs just to get a Dobby character card. Yeah. But now, yeah, so now you're guaranteed one character in each uh, booster pack that you open. Yeah, that's awesome because um, yeah. I, w I was hunting for character cards just, just to have like Stain and um, Aizawa. And right. it, it was it was a hunt and I could only buy a booster pack here and there and I wasn't right. guaranteed a character card. But uh, knowing that every time that there is that guaranteed character, now it obviously is still a chance on which one it is, but right. uh, yeah, I like that. That's a cool improvement. Do you know... It is. Um, the guaranteed, uh, what do you call it? A super rare? Is that what the term is in the CCG? So there's, uh, ultra rares, there's secret rares, there's, uh, gosh, there's so many of them. Uh, there's ultra rares, secret rares, and then there's rares and then there's commons. And the, you're guaranteed so many secret rares in a in a booster you're guaranteed one secret rare. So let's say, um, I think the next set has about 150 cards. So anything from like 151 all the way up to like 160 are considered secret rares. Okay. Are so they guaranteed to at least get one? Okay. Gotcha. It's not like box topped. It's just in those packs. There's one. In, um, in a booster box. Gotcha. So if you go to the store and there's a booster box there, you're, someone's going to get a secret rare. And they have these Chrome versions of the cards. That's new. As of yes. the sixth set or the fifth set? Uh, this So Chrome cards came out in the third set. They were very limited. So I think, uh, so they had them in casual wear. So they had Bakugo, uh, Kirishima, Ida, and Deku in casual wear. And they were Chrome cards. And they only limited to, it was, I think, 100 per character. Sheesh. So you had, yeah, you had 400 Chrome Rares, and I opened up so many boxes and did not get a Chrome Rare, but oh. they've been doing Chrome Rares every single set, and I still haven't gotten a hand, my hands on them. Oh, that was my next question, was if you ever pulled one. No, unfortunately. I have pulled Secret Rares, though, but nothing, no, no Chromes. <laughs> what do you do with the, uh, like, those Secret Rares? Do you put them on display? Do you sleeve them up? Do you send them off for grading? They're sleeved up and they're in my figurine cabinet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. There's I I so when I open up my cards, the things I so what I usually do is I keep a master set to myself and I keep them in binders. Mm -hmm. And uh that's that's just for myself. And whatever I have extra usually goes towards my like my my shop and I'll use okay. those for coasters. Yeah. yeah, that makes all of the sense. I like that. Yes. That's that's so really I cool. Always, I always keep a master set for myself with each set and whatever I'm missing, I usually just go online and I buy them. Yeah. I know a lot yeah. of people do that with, uh, with the Dragon Ball card game, um, and sports cards. They want to get a complete set. Um, yeah. And, and then you've got, you've got a really good way of dealing with, you know, bulk and, uh, and dupes and things like that. And right. That's, that's I can really make cool. some money off of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
get some of that money that you're that you used to at least spend on on booster boxes before they were just sending them to you all free like and stuff yeah so for for everybody that's listening and i'm sure that this uh, i'm sure you're going to be limited to like continental united states in this answer uh, at least so far as you would know but if someone wanted to get started in the ccg what's their best better option as far as retail goes i know we had already talked about uh, barnes and noble and target and local card shops um do, do you know of any other inroads even online ones that people can check out uh universes actually has an amazon shop so if you uh, shop Amazon. You can go on there and get booster packs. Sometimes you will get great deals on booster boxes. I know they just had like set four for like forty dollars for like I think it's twenty five cards that come in the booster bag, which I mean that's two dollars a pack. So yeah. look out on their Amazon page because sometimes you'll find some really good deals on there. Um, I will say with the newer sets that come out, you're looking at about a hundred and twenty dollars for a booster pack, um, booster mm-hmm. box, uh, which is pretty pricey um check best buy online best buy online always has cards um that you can even pre-order them on there um but i will say your best bet is probably going to the universe's game website so ubsgames.com um looking at your there's a shop locator on their website you can put in your zip code or your um wherever provinces that you live in um because they do do uh ocean what is it oceanic um in uk tournaments so they do have like local shops in the uk and uh, australia that have uh stores on their website but you can look on there and it'll show you where it has the closest uh card shop whether it be um targets or walmarts it'll show you where it's near you that has the cards i've noticed too and i i'm gonna blame pokemon um officially i'm doing it right now on the amp this is pokemon's fault um, that a lot of retailers are either keeping their cards yes. like behind counter somewhere Scalpers. or totally, mm-hmm. yeah, or they're not keeping them in store at all, but they do have them for sale yes. on their website. So if you do go to, for, you know, for instance, a Walmart, um, like my local Walmart does not carry any kind of card that I can find anymore. But if you go to walmart.com, they can ship it to your store, they can ship it to your house, um, all of the all of the different card systems. And they used to carry all of the above sports cards, DBZ, uh, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, and now they're, I mean, magic. Yeah. Uh, now the only Pokemon cards that I see in my Walmart anymore are ones that come like packaged with like a figure in the toy aisle, you know? Mm-hmm. So online say, outlets are a great idea. Yeah. I will say when it comes to Walmart, always go to the electronics, um, center and where they have the countertop, look behind them. They always have cards locked up in there. Ooh, yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. I have, so in mine, I don't know how true this is of Walmarts across the nation or the world, but uh, the collectibles aisle in my Walmart is kind of back where the DVDs and stuff like yes. that are. So yes. in the electronics, I hadn't even thought to look behind the counter, yeah. mostly because there's usually people like store employees there and I don't want to interact with people. Like, yeah. That's just not my jam. No, but they that's where they keep all the cards now. Okay. Ooh, yeah. that's a good tip. Yeah. Oh, crap. Who knows what I've been missing out on for, for however Even, long. Even uh, Barnes & Noble and Books A Million, they keep it behind the countertops. So if you can't find them inside the store, always look behind the countertops where the employees are and the cashiers. You'll see them there. Then that's how they're, that's their new way of preventing scalping 
which yeah. doesn't work in my area at all because there's this one guy who comes and buys all the Pokemon cards. I collect Pokemon cards too, so. Yeah, I can confirm Barnes and Noble. Um, all of their stuff is behind the counter. And yeah. uh, sometimes uh, where I am, and I don't know, maybe I'm going to get my branch in trouble, but uh, depending on who's behind the counter, sometimes they're like, you can only buy two of a thing. So you can only buy two hanging booster, uh, uh, you know, booster packs. Um, before they are just like, you can only have the two. And some folks are just like, ah, eh, whatever. Nobody's buying these, but you can buy as many as you want. Um, but do be prepared if you bump into those, um, fit those places where you find them physically in a store that they might actually limit your ability to purchase in bulk. Um, right. that's, that's a thing, but online, I think you can dodge that bullet. Yeah. Um, so this set jet burn, um, and all of the sets really have kind of followed the chronology of the anime and the manga. So if you were to venture a guess based on um, where in the timeline of My Hero proper, as we call it, the current set lands, what do you think we might see in set seven? Okay, so set six covers uh, UA, the, the, the UA festival. So we're going to get Hero 2 cards. I know you're excited yes. about this. I know you're excited about those Jiro cards. Um, it yes, also I am. goes, it looks like it's going into season five, which I didn't expect them to go into season five because they announced Hawk and they have Mirko cards. So I'm like, oh, we're going into season five. So if I had to guess, this is going up to maybe where before class 1A versus class. No, I kid you. No, no, because there's two cards that are in where. And don't talk. Yeah. So I would say probably after class 1A versus class 1B. Okay. So That's a pretty big Yeah. Jump. So I will say, I think that seven will probably cover uh, the Endeavor Agency arc. Okay. And Do you think that they'll dip their toe into like some of the stuff that was happening concurrently? So like we might see some World Heroes mission stuff in that same set? You know, I wonder the same thing, too, because it's kind of tied together, if you think about it. They were, um, Bakugo, Todoroki, and Deku were interning with Endeavor when they were in Okeon. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I wonder if they will, because that, 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 I really want them in their stealth suits. Yes. The, one of my biggest complaints about that movie was they hyped up the stealth suits and they were only in them for like 10 minutes. I got so upset. I saw that movie in theaters and I was so disappointed that they were only in that for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, but you got them, you got them uh, in figure form on your shelves. So you can look at them in the stealth suits all the time now. I do. And I even, um, I went to the premiere of the movie. So I got the, uh, I got this like little mini manga book with all their like mm -hmm. designs on it. And yeah, I, I did love, too. yeah, I love it. Yeah. I think, I think I also gave that away. Maybe I sent that to Buster or somebody, but yeah, I, I remember getting that little booklet too. I read it before I sent it off to whoever, ended up with it so yeah sorry it was secondhand but still pretty neat little collection so, yeah i i do believe that seven will probably cover that i i haven't seen them dip their feet into the movies yet but um who knows and what are the best places for folks to stay on top of all future announcements for the card game besides of course um where we're going to be pointing them towards you and your content here shortly um Definitely check if you use Twitter X, whatever it's called now. Um, if you use that, definitely use that. They're active on all their social media accounts. So uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can go on their website and look up news articles from there because they post that on there as well. Um, join their news new, weekly newsletters um, if you like getting emails. Um, 
I mean, there's so much content on YouTube where other people are showing you how to play the card game. People are doing reveals and building decks. It's it's YouTube is such a great like yep resource and resource tool. to learn how to play the game. There's so many like content creators that I've been working with um, during the last reveals. They have so much content on this game that I've been going into their channels and looking on learning how to play, how to build decks. So definitely check out a lot of those people's. Um, if there's a list of all the card reveals and it has links to their YouTube channels of all the content creators, definitely check out all their YouTube channels if you want content. I don't post up content all the time when it comes to the games. I do post up like card openings, but when it comes to actual gameplay and keeping up with like the tournaments, etc. That's that's not me, but I do read about it in the weekly newsletters or I read about it on on X, um, Instagram. On the social medias, are they going to be looking for Jasco still, or have they made that transition to UVS already? It's UVS, I believe. It's UVS Gaming now. Okay, just that'll be something that I need to make sure that I'm following the right accounts too these yes. days uh, oh, with the rebranding. Yeah, if you were following them before, they should still be on. You sh they just changed their Twitter handle, so you should still be okay. following them. Okay, I perfect. do believe they're UVS Gaming now on everything. And they just okay. made, they, they were, so they did have a TikTok that was MHA CCG. Um, now they're, they made a new TikTok. So if you're, if you use TikTok, they've changed their name. So you probably have to go follow them, but they're posting mm -hmm. up a lot more frequently now. I think they have a really good social media marketing team. Um, the person that I keep up with that I talk to um, over emails, me and her have a great relationship and she keeps me in a loop on everything. <laughs> Nice. So they have a really good social media team now. And then lastly, but but certainly not least, Lee, I guess, um, where can they, the listeners, find you and your content on the Internet? Uh, we've we've included links to I know your uh, your Twitter account and your store before, and we'll do that again. But yeah. uh, verbalize those things and we'll let them know as, as you're saying them. They can go to the show notes and see hyperlinks in one click and they're everywhere that you are. So where are those spaces? So I'm mostly active on TikTok. I post up every single day on TikTok. Um, it's tiktok.com uh, slash AshleyAshesXO. Um, you'll see me time to time post up on Instagram and uh, Twitter. But it, my name, my handle name is the same everywhere. That I keeps it really I made simple. Sure, <laughs> I made sure to claim all those handle names. Nice. But yeah, Smart. TikTok, Instagram, um, Twitter. Uh, Everything is Ashley Ashes XO. YouTube also Ashley Ashes XO. What about the storefront? Um, what website is that? So um, currently, I actually applied to TikTok Shop, and I am on TikTok Shop now. So you can buy my if you're on TikTok, you can buy my uh, coasters on TikTok. Um, you can also find me on Coffee or Kofi. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but um, also Kofi.com/slash Ashley Ashes. I have resin coasters and I have anime glass paintings. I also take commissions. So if you want to commission some cool My Hero Academia or any anime in general, like I do glass paintings. I just finished doing some Demon Slayer glass paintings. Um, Sweet. Yeah, I do glass paintings. Not a lot of people know that about me besides my resin coasters, but I love making glass paintings. Um, That's I have awesome. A, yeah, I have a few of my Hero Academia ones on sale right now that I'm trying to get rid of. So uh, <laughs> I think I have some Bakugo and Hawks ones. So if you're fans of them, check out my shop. 
Um, I will say that I'm probably going to be start running holiday promos. So now's the time from now until December. Now's your time to start getting um, stuff from my shop because this is the only time of the year that I run discounts. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. I learned a ton um, just about the card game, and I was very curious about it. Like I said, um, my only exposure was set one promo decks, really, and then um, opening packs and sending them off to listeners. Uh, but and and then of course, knowing that you've got that connection, being like, hey, do you have do you have Rappa cards yet? I think I yeah. pestered you for like a year. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for, for having cards. me. Oh, it's so much fun! I hope you enjoyed it. And hopefully um, the listeners will uh, will check out your socials and you'll see, uh, you know, a, a, a modest boost from our very modest um, listening audience. Um, but at yeah, the very every, least, I will say everyone in the discord that I've talked to has been really nice. So, yeah, yeah. Find us there. Um, we're at Almighty Pod on Twitter. And uh, if you visit the pinned tweet, there is a link to the discord. Uh, and you just pop in there, you'll you'll be automatically dumped into the general channel and uh, people will uh, point you towards the AMP channel. If you're just like, I'm I'm just here for the anime nerds, they'll they'll know where to send you. And Ashley's in those spaces as well. And yeah, if you add her, she comes. If you summon her, um, she <laughs> she carries on conversations. If you at me, I will be there. I, ha- I have discord on my phone. Uh, if you at me, I'm on there. But you know, sometimes I don't read the, the chat as much as I need to, but <laughs> I sit at work with Discord open all day. Um, but if I'm away from my computer, I'm far less likely to put eyes on it. But yeah, but, uh, yeah, just again, thanks for it's awesome. I'm, we're, we're happy. Adam and I are both happy that you found us and you've been very generous towards us. And this is hopefully going to uh, was a, a good experience for you. I enjoyed it. I appreciate your I time. I enjoyed it. First and, podcast, uh, but I, I, I oh, love- your first one ever? Yes, it's my first I did, podcast. I I missed that. I should have been aware. I should have had at least an inkling, giving the setup that we had to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first podcast, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Awesome. Well, maybe we have you on uh, again in the future with with oh, new yeah. sets and new information. Um, if if you're open to that possibility, we'll we'll keep that foot in the door and yeah uh, as of course if people pop into the twitter they can they can ask you any sorts of questions you you're going to know way more about any of this stuff than i ever will i will try my best to answer any questions all right guys well that's going to do it for this episode of the amp thanks again ashley um find her on all of her socials and uh in her store spaces in the show notes we will hyperlink them all it's one click and you will be anywhere that she is on the internet video um, uh, video spaces, uh, tech spaces, shopping spaces, all of that. We're going to, we're going to have all of her links in one convenient place along with our own, because you might as well, um, say hey to us while you're at it. But until next week, and I do mean a week from today, we, we don't awfully, uh, often do these back to back to back releases, uh, not since we were kind of caught up with the anime, but there will be a week from the airing of this episode, another episode of the AMP, um, where Adam and I are going to be doing some meme reviews in an episode called My Hero Akamemia. You'll want to stay tuned, not just for that content, but also for a couple of announcements uh, that we are going to share at that time. But until then, we'll see you guys next week. Bye! We'll be right back.